0: This is the JPEG Podcast with your host, Jared Season. It wasn't pretty. It was everything the Flames didn't want in the first game of the Battle of Alberta, but they pulled it out. Somehow, I don't uh, I don't have any actual reason or like, actual proclamation as to why they won, but they did, Calgary pulls it out 9-6 to in the first game of the Battle of Alberta here in the second round of the NHL playoffs, let me tell you, this one had everything, there was big hits, there was penalties, there was a lot of shots, like, a lot of shots, and there were, uh, I, I, I don't know that I want to say that there were lots of big saves. Um, there were some saves. <laughs> it was it was certainly not a banner night in terms of goaltending. Although Miko Koskinen, uh, he had a pretty decent game in terms of um, shots against after being relieved uh, relieving Mike Smith. As I said, 9-6, the final score in the first game of the Battle of Alberta. Jacob Markstrom stops uh, 22 of 28 shots. Certainly not a banner night for him. Mike Smith stops 6 of 9 and allows three goals in the first six and a bit minutes. At which point Mikko Koskinen comes in and he actually held it down pretty well. He faced uh, 39 shots. Now, he also allowed six goals, but 39 shots is a lot better than allowing six on 28. So, I'm going to cut him some slack there. Miko Koskinen played a pretty good game, really, considering the amount of shots he actually faced. Now, the Flames, give him credit, they started off... Great. They played really well to open the in the first 6 or so minutes as I said when they got uh, Mike Smith pulled from the net. Elias Lindholm opens the scoring 26 seconds in assisted by Rasmus Anderson and Johnny Gaudreau. And then 25 seconds later, Andrew Mangiapani he adds one to make it 2-0 assisted by Michael Backlund. Then jump forward about 5 minutes or so and Brett Ritchie scores his first of the playoffs unassisted after stripping, I believe it was Evander Kane of the puck, makes a move, gets his shot away, it's off the inside of the arm of Mike Smith, into the net, and Mike Smith's night is over. Connor McDavid adds one a minute uh, 30, a minute 40-ish later, and uh, that was how it sat after the first period, 3-1 Flames leading. Blake Coleman scores 145 seconds into the second period. His first of the playoffs assisted by Andrew Mangiapane and Rasmus Anderson. Blake Coleman scores again, um, little over five minutes later. And that's his second of the playoffs assisted by Noah Hannafin and Trevor Lewis. Evan Bouchard adds one. He makes it five to two assisted by Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Now, Matthew Kachuk He bats one home out of the air (laughs) on the power play. Johnny Goudreau and Tyler Toffoli draw the assists on that one. And then the Oilers absolutely stormed back in the latter half of the second period. Zach Hyman scores a pair of goals at the nine and a half minute mark and about the 14 minute mark. Uh, Both of those goals were assisted by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And the second one was also assisted by Kyler Yamamoto. Leon Dreisaitl adds one um, as the second period is ending with 39 seconds left. And that one is assisted by Connor McDavid. In the third period, Kyler Yamamoto scores. He adds his second to the playoffs from McDavid and Dreisaitl. Uh, That's about the least surprising thing I think I've said so far. Rasmus Anderson scores one uh, about a minute and a half after the Yamamoto goal. And that one is the game-winner, Rasmus Anderson with the seventh goal of the game. Assists come from Andrew Mangiapane and Callie Yarncroak. Now Matthew Kachuk scores another one, and uh, this is where things start getting a little out of hand. This one is unassisted. He comes out of the penalty box, makes a play that a lot of people thought should have been offside. It wasn't, but there was definitely some contention Uh, among the fan bases over that one. That one's unassisted. And then he adds the empty netter with just over two minutes to play. Elias Lindholm and Johnny Gaudreau set that one up. So overall, that sounds, it sounds really bad. And watching it, it looked bad. (laughs) The second period, Calgary was just brutal. Um, Again, It kind of looked like the game six flames in which, you know, they they just looked like they weren't really either. They weren't ready or they didn't want to play. They come back in the third. They put it together. They score three goals unanswered to close out the game nine to six. And really, it was it was just that kind of night. They they played well enough to get the win. But you don't want to test the Oilers like that. Um, any more than you have to. Penalties in this game, uh, the Oilers went 0-4 for 4 on the power play, which means Calgary's penalty kill keeps improving. Um, I know they were above 90% uh, in the first round, so we'll have to see what uh, the actual total is now. Calgary goes 1-3 for 3 on the power play, which was huge because their power play struggled mightily in the first round series. They had a couple goals where... Uh, in the Dallas series, where it was right after penalties expired, so it was close to that, but not officially a power play goal. In terms of face offs, Calgary was close; uh, they went 35 and 39. Um, so Edmonton winning four more draws than Calgary. So when you're when you're close like that, it makes it a lot easier to not have to chase the game, and Edmonton kind of seemed to be struggling in um, parts of the first and the third to actually make plays, which in when you're an Edmonton fan and you've been watching this team, you think that's not that's not a struggle Edmonton has, but it was tonight. So we'll we'll see what happens. And obviously, Calgary now leading the series, going uh, into game two, which is Friday night. and we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Three things, Calgary, In terms of good, they had most of the time they had really good puck support when entering the offensive zone. They they rushed as a team, and when the puck got loose, then they had one attack and they had the others back check. So it was it was a good opportunity and it was it looked really good. In terms of defensive structure that only one man chases and the rest of them stay home to protect. As far as the bad, you're playing Connor McDavid. And in terms of bad news, that's about the worst news that you could get. Now, they held him in check about as well as they could. But even so, Connor McDavid had three points in this game. Uh, No, that's not correct. (laughs) Connor McDavid comes away with one. He has the opening goal for the Oilers, the assist on Evan Bouchard's, and then he assists Leon Dreisaitl and Kyler Yamamoto. So he comes away with four points. Connor McDavid has four points on Edmonton's six goals. For Edmonton, that's also bad news because that means that your offense is being pretty much carried by a single player. But again, that's 18 points in eight games for Connor McDavid, and that's when when you're getting that kind of production out of your top line center, it certainly makes the job easier on those behind him. So as far as the bad, Leon Draisaitl, um, for for most of this game was not really a huge factor. He had two points, um, one on the obviously he scored the goal to end the second period. And he had an assist on Kyler Yamamoto's goal just into the third. So outside of that, he's not a huge factor tonight, but you can't count on that. If this injury um, aggravates itself, then, you know, maybe the Flames draw a little bit of uh, momentum from that. But you can't count on um, Leon Dreisaitl to not be a factor like he was tonight. For three stars, Matthew Kachuk obviously comes away as the first star. He has the hat trick, um, the insurance goal, and the empty netter. He only played 18 minutes, or 18 and a half. So the fact that he was able to put up three goals in 18 minutes is good. He, You don't want him to have to play a whole lot more than that. The second star, I'm pretty much agreeing exactly with um, Sportsnet's Rasmus Anderson. He had the game-winning goal obviously that was huge. He has two assists and he is a plus 2 on the night which on a night like this is just you know you got to hope for that because Edmonton six goals and to still come away as a positive in plus minus is a big deal. Blake Coleman he scores two goals as well and he comes away as the third star with a plus 4. So once again if you're, if you're playing well, you're doing the right things on the ice. Coleman had 14 minutes of ice time and still scored a pair of goals. Can't ask for more than that. So the Flames come away with the 9-6 win in Game 1 of the Battle of Alberta. Game 2, Friday night. That one is going to be... I, I can only imagine the Oilers are going to want to uh, make a statement in that one after... They kind of got run over in the first and then run over again throughout the end of the third period. And even mid to early third period, Calgary was just the better team. So with that, we'll close it off for today. Thanks for listening to the JPEG Podcast. I'm Jared Thiessen.